welcome to Pushing Back the Darkness podcast. I'm Randy G, host of this podcast. Each week, I will be discussing different things to help followers of Jesus Christ to properly push back the darkness of this world. We will be discussing how to use the Bible as a weapon and how to put it into practice in our lives. And most importantly, to shine the light in this dark, dark world. We will also be sharing the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So join me now as we talk about what's going on in this crazy world and also what's going on inside the church. Now let's get in to today's subject. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the very first Pushing Back the Darkness podcast. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to this episode. This is the first of hopefully many, God willing, uh, of many more episodes. I was inspired to do this first by the Lord, and then uh, one of my friends, Hunter Blair, who happens to be the youth pastor at a former church I used to attend. And also my nephew, Grant Davis, a young preacher and extraordinaire and several other things, who both have their own podcasts. Shout out to you guys. The Bible says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. Once upon a time, Satan asked a question. And that question was, did God really say what he said? Now, my name don't really matter. I'm not really an intelligent person. And there's going to probably be a lot of people that listen to this that know more than I do. And that are more informed people who probably know how to properly word things that might be hearing this and say, I can't believe he said that like that or worded that like that. Y'all, I ain't nothing but a man from the great state of Tennessee who loves God. I love, love my family, love my church family, my friends. I love people, good food, Good shoes. I am a shoe fanatic. And I love me some boss football. Basically, I'm a nobody, and I ain't going to say everything just right. So just kind of bear with me, please, if you can. Also, on this podcast, we will be naming names, too. I don't care who you are, what you are. If you are part of this darkness we're talking about, you will be named. It's just the bottom line. You're going to be named. You might hear some of the highlights of my past, what I used to do, my life as a child, and times before the Lord even saved me. I've been saved since 1994, and the Lord has carried me through ever since. He's been with me all the way. And also, we're going to be bringing some guests on to this podcast, discussing 
and you know many different topics. So with all that being said, let's get into the first episode. Uh, this particular episode will be sort of an introduction of what this will be about on a weekly basis. Now, I think everyone will agree with me on this, that we live in a world that on the outside looks like it's okay, but in reality, it is not. And, you know, even on a cloudy day, it seems to have the brightness of the sun, yet it is dark as the day is night. And everyone would like to recognize what's really going on, but would rather live in denial just so they don't have to deal with the conflict of the physical evidence of what's going on around them. Now, ultimately, I'm speaking of biblical spirituality, and you're going to be hearing a lot of that on this podcast and on these episodes. As a matter of fact, that's what this podcast is going to be about. The secular interest flips from generation to generation. And when time moves on, change seems to be an unwritten rule. Things like fads, fashion, toys, music, people, etc. I have a friend that uh, I used to work with. His name is Tim Wartenbarger. And that man does not care what day it is. He's going to wear overalls. If you see him out and about in town or at work, the man has overalls on. Uh, One age group will be a modest overall, long dress wearing society to slowly processing into a you can't tell if it's a man or a woman community. This is where everyone will not agree with me. We've come a long way, and it's not a good way. It's a very dark way. The Word, the Bible, tells us all that in the last days, in a nutshell it says, that evil will worsen as time moves along. And we're seeing it, guys. We're seeing it. And then this time, everyone walks around Like they're okay. Life is good. They're good. And I don't mean okay and good like their mood or their physical being. Nothing bad is happening in their life good. If you ask the everyday Joe or plain Jane, even if they're a follower of Jesus or not, according to them, if they're good people, they will always tell you that they are. Now, if you truly believe what the Bible says, when it says in Romans 3.10, there is no righteous person, not even one, then you will see that there are no good folks anywhere, anytime, and in any way. And when we say good, the words we're looking for right now is morally good. Are you a morally good person? The answer from Joe and Jane, nine times out of ten, will still be a resounding yes. But according to God and His Word, it's a big fat no, guys. It's a no. Why is that? Because He, He is the only good. 
Jesus is the only good. The Holy Spirit is the only good. The Trinity of the Bible is the only good there is. Now, although there are kind, nice, generous people all over that we come in contact with every day based on what God tells us that that our good don't matter. It's like the Bible says it's like dirty rags. What matters is that we acknowledge that we are all bad and in need of something good. See, that's it right there. And that good has to take the place of all our bad, or, as we call it, the S word, sin. And if you go looking for that good, you're not going to find it. Whether you believe it or not, it's only found in a person. And that person ain't us. That person, in his death on the cross, as he was dying, had to take on all of our bad, of course, along with the rest of the whosoever believes it in this world's bad too. All at once. Jesus is that person. And to me, this is mind-blowing. It always gets me. As we sin and still sin, the love of God through Jesus, through Jesus' death on the cross, took place. All he requires from us is for us to repent and to put our trust in him. Now, after saying all those churchy words, you might say, what? You might say, so what, Randy? Ever since the beginning of time in the Garden of Eden until the end of the world, darkness will always run rampant. Paul said in the book of Romans, In chapter 7, verse 21, he said these words, I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. So where there is good, evil is always present. So I want to talk about how we can help and what the people of God can do to push back the darkness in this world. And it's everywhere. You look around every corner. In every building, all out in the world, darkness is there, and it's even inside the church. It's evident that darkness is is, is inside the church, and it's outside the church. What can we do, and what does it matter? At Christmas time, uh, a couple years back, I had to build my daughter a dollhouse for Christmas. Before Christmas even arrived, I had to build it. And I had to have the instructions to build it because it was a very complex dollhouse. It was a big one. But without them instructions, I'm telling you right now, I'm not a handyman. I would have not been able to put that together. Uh, And it doesn't take a dummy to know that if you need to see in a dark room, all you have to do is turn on the light. You're not going to find a light switch in a man's wisdom. The instructions are found in the Word of God. Inside the Bible is where you find wisdom of the one who not only has the light, but is the light. He defeated the darkness. The Bible says in John 1.5, it says this, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. 
Then it says in John chapter 8, verse 12, it says, Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. So if you find the light switch, it will only push the darkness out if there's a good working light bulb. See, that that's where Jesus comes in. Jesus is that bulb. The word that comes to mind when I'm thinking about this word is the word countermeasure. It's a big word. Uh, when I worked for a company, a factory a while back, there was things that would happen and bad things would happen. Things would come up and the bosses would come to us and they would always say, how, you, how are we going to fix this? You know, what's the countermeasure? What does that even mean? A countermeasure is an action that you take in order to weaken the effect of another action or situation or to make it harmless. So we as a people of God, Christians, do not have the, the authority to get rid of darkness. Only God has that power. But we can countermeasure. See? So when we see evil take place, we should be doers of the word and not hearers only. James 1.22. Then over in Romans chapter 12 verse 21 it says, Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So that's how we push back. All of this needs to be saturated in prayer and looking at the instructions. The Bible says to pray without ceasing, and it says to study the word. Those two go hand in hand. That's how we countermeasure. Now, why does it even matter? Why does it matter? Uh, and that is pretty easy. The reason we need to push back is the people in this world, our loved ones, our friends, even our co-workers, our co-worshippers. Yeah, I said it. Even our fellow supposedly brothers and sisters are lost and without God. And they're on their way to hell when they die. That's why we need to countermeasure. That's why we need to push back the darkness. These people have not properly came to the Lord on his terms, and they have been overcome with darkness and don't even know it. The devil has them blinded. So I hope and pray that this will be a platform that will allow all of us to learn from the Lord on how to push back the darkness by giving us the wisdom and the know-how that he can only supply. So, I mean, this podcast right here was basically the first one, and it was the introduction to what we're going to be talking about. And we're going to be covering a lot more, and I know this is short, uh, but anyway, I hope, hope you guys will tune in to more episodes. I hope this helped you in some way, somehow. And I look forward to seeing what God is going to do with this podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode. And let's get to pushing back the darkness. Love you guys. I'm out.